0: And welcome to another episode of Fool's Daily. Fool's D. Fool's D- Oh sorry, I forgot we were being down with the kids. But if it's Fool's D, does that mean it's we're really 1D?
1: Well, the amount of weight that we've lost, yeah. Oh, look at that comeback. Nice. Oh, Vanessa's legs won't come apart. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Normally, that's the sort of thing I'd expect Spooner to be saying.
1: I'm sorry, I sort of dry fitted it and <laughs> that's no um, You're not
0: helping yourself. <laughs> I'm not.
1: It's, it's getting worse. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello. Are we recording again? We are. My goodness me.
0: For that podcast that's dead. Yeah. I and... As I said on another podcast, actually, this one. No, not this one. One like this one.
1: Yeah, and, and and that one is out now as well, I hear. It is. Is it on, like, um, popular uh, distribution channels? Like well, it was the I- previous
0: episode on this feed.
1: Oh, okay. I haven't listened to it or downloaded it yet.
0: Because we just decided that we'd put it on Fool's Daily. So that Daily... sounds
1: like an eminently sensible decision.
0: Yeah, so Fools Daily will just have the odd Butterfly Gamer episode, the same way that it will probably end up having the odd Malafools episode.
1: Mmm! That was a spoiler.
0: Well, it wasn't, because we did a Malafools episode, didn't we?
1: Yes, I suppose we did. So... We should try and do another one sometime.
0: We should do. Maybe. But I think, um... Maybe after we've been to an event and played in it or something.
1: Yeah, but also, you know... it's Joel with his um, new jacket and look. and th- uh, We'd have to go through his people. That's people would have tr- that to go is true.
0: We, we would have to go through his people and see if we could get clearance to have a man of his celebrity status on the show. Yeah. Obviously. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, when I was at a Malifaux, Malifaux event um, last week, someone wanted to take a selfie with Joel.
1: We can name that person if you want.
0: I don't... Okay, go on.
1: It's Marcus Rose.
0: It was Marcus Rose. See, I wasn't going to name him, but now you've outed him. Um, I almost wet my... No, in fact, I'm pretty sure I did wear myself laughing. I, of happened. course, I have it's, it's happened
1: to me as well. I believe. Not a photograph. Well, uh, you've I been was stood asked, up. I was asked for a, an autograph. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember you asking Jervis to autograph his hat.
1: I've still got his hat.
0: <laughs> you were so excited.
1: I bought that for charity. I know you that's, did. That's why, that's what, that was the big thing.
0: You were so excited.
1: Jervis is a hero of mine.
0: I'm not surprised, he's a great bloke. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're not, it's not the Jervis fan club. Um, yeah, so, so, Joel. Clang. <laughs> oh, what, well, I said Joel. No, you said, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that works as well. I personally blame um, the people down at Darksphere for not educating um, their crew as to who I was, obviously.
1: Yes, Peter Shepard.
0: Well, and um, Connor.
1: Yes, Connor. They're outed now.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure they won't
1: mind hearing their names. No,
0: so I blame them. But, But we're not here to talk about Joel today. Though we could do. He's looking very good.
1: He's hot. He's, hot. He, has
0: done, he has done an amazing job. Has Absolutely. he? oh no losing weight. Phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. The, yeah,
1: unlike mine weighing this week, I was there all confident thinking, oh, Five and a half half last week, I'll be I'll be fine this week. Pound on.
0: Oh. That's all the curry you've been eating.
1: This was before yesterday's oh, celebrations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dear, dear. Well, I did. I did go out um, yesterday. I was my first trip into the school where I um, do the STEM club. And the secretary said to me, "You're just disappearing in front of my eyes." And I sort of felt quite pleased about that.
1: <laughs> Is she, uh, she got the hots for you then?
0: Probably not. <laughs>
1: worth checking, just in
0: case. Probably not. Anyway, we're not here to talk about that either. Well Celebrity Big Brother?
1: Thank goodness that we're not here to talk about Celebrity Big Brother. Well,
0: yeah, the fact that neither of us watch it would sort of put a downer Uh, on that.
1: Mike, I am guilty in... What? I I have to say that I was flicking channels, and you know those incredulous moments where you think... WTF is this? Uh, it was it was a case of that, and I, I I stayed on the channel for about a minute or two with my mouth open and thinking, "God, this is a load of old rubbish," and uh, switched it over.
0: I've started watching a new show. I'm, I'm ignoring the fact that you're watching Celebrity Big Brother.
1: Did you did you hear about uh, the Angie Bowie story?
0: No. Are we really going to do this?
1: Well, you know, David, David Guest is one of the guys on Celebrity Big Brother, and uh, they basically told Angie that David was dead, and she went in. He, he wasn't actually around uh, when they were shooting this particular bit, or they were filming this bit. He was somewhere else in the, in the house, and uh, she thought that David Guest had died, not her ex-husband. Are you still there, or have you <laughs> killed I'm, yourself? <laughs> I'm
0: incredulous that you're even telling me this story. What were you say? Well, I've started watching a new TV show. What called, is it called? The Nick. The Nick. Yeah, but it's not. I thought it was going to be that as well. But it's not. It's a hospital drama, but it's set in 1900s New York. Um, Clive Owen is the lead. I don't like it. Don't you? Well, you're wrong, then. Next, you'll be telling me that you think Eddie Redmayne is a brilliant actor.
1: He's quite good.
0: I want to see him play something that isn't a true story. Well,
1: then go and watch that awful, awful sci-fi film that he did last year, uh, which I happened to see, and I thought... Which one's uh, that? that? That was about an hour and 40 that I didn't get back. Oh, I can't remember. I will look it up whilst I... Jupiter uh... Rising? Yes, it was Jupiter Rising. He played the baddie in it.
0: I'm trying to think. That was the only sort of science fiction film that came out. That very pretty.
1: Very pretty and everything. And it was like...
0: But it's got it's got my secret man crush in it.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
0: Channing Tatum. Or Channing oh. Tatum. Oh, my God. Oh, in that White... The White House movie... Where the White House get taken. Oh, he's brilliant in that. <laughs> I love that movie. It's much better it's than It's not Gerard as good but- as. Oh, it's I've much heard, better than the Gerard Butler. I prefer Butler the one. Gerard Butler
1: one because it's, oh, uh, it's more gritty.
0: It has, no. You know, the one. Even if it was awful, the one big plus it has it hasn't got a Gerard Butler in it.
1: Channel Tating. Mind you, Channel Tating was in the Hateful Eight. Was that good? And, uh. And, uh it's the first time I've been relatively impressed with his acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a. Small no no no, part. no 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 no! I just say a small part. That's all, and uh, he was good. I thought, um, well, play- fair play to you, mate.
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: Kurt Russell, mate. Kurt Russell's brilliant in that. Kurt film. Russell's brilliant in everything. This is true, but he's just absolutely brilliant.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward. I am looking forward to it massively because I really like Django. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Django, but I really liked Django. I mean, I'm a sucker for spaghetti westerns anyway. I always have been. But. Right. So, should we talk gaming now?
1: Yeah, I've been I've been painting stuff. I put I've I've used an airbrush since we last recorded. Really? And then I thought to myself, why did I just waste an hour <laughs> using an airbrush to uh, undercoat black? Why didn't I just use a spray can? So I promptly got the rest of the figures that needed undercoating and used a spray can, even though it was uh, slightly cold outside and damp. But I tend to put my cans on the radiator to warm the tin up a bit.
0: OK, I'm going to have to uh, you off because I'm going to have to go and just do something and then I'll be back.
1: OK. I wonder what he's gone to do. And I wonder if he's stopped recording. Do you think he's been caught short? Or caught long, even. I thought I had the dodgy stomach today, not him. Though he has been drinking a lot of water, and his bladder isn't as good as it used to be. I should try and record one of these solo podcasts, because clearly I can do that. And did I, you and I successfully
0: fill the time?
1: I did, yes.
0: Well done. Because I went at it out, because I'm I'm far too lazy. (laughs) You didn't swear, did you?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't say poo, bum, or willy.
0: You just said it now.
1: Yeah, but that was about free willy. Oh, okay. As opposed to the willy that you have to pay for.
0: (laughs) You have to pay for it, do you? Okay. Anyway. You will have a bionic one. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was the prototype, though.
0: Yes. It's broken. <laughs> so you've been, you have been—you had your airbrush out. Because yeah, so... Uh, you, because you couldn't be bothered to put your uh, spray cans on the radiator.
1: Yeah. Well, I did. I put them on the radiator in the meantime, and I ended up uh, uh, undercoating a load of figures, uh, and then I did the uh, zenithal highlighting on them with the grey and the white, so I've got I'm a lot.
0: I can't paint that over that. <laughs> I just can't. I'm just. I, I'm just setting my ways, I guess.
1: Well, if it works for you, then it works for you. Is is the way to look at that?
0: Yeah, I suppose.
1: So then I've got all these undercoated paint, uh, undercoated figures now, and I need to hide them away because it's it's just. You look at that, and you go, and you look at what you've got to build as well. Or I do, and I go, do you know what? I'll um, go and sit in front of the telly or potter around on the iPad and waste some more time. <laughs> so I'm going to hide those away or put them in their army boxes or whatever so that uh, it isn't demoralising as such. But yes, I undercoated and then I um, started to paint my fisherman's guild ball goal because, as I've mentioned before, the club has got a fundraising event Coming up at the end of January on the 30th, called Rush Goalie. And uh, one of the requirements is a painted goal.
0: Okay. This is for Gilball, yeah?
1: This is for Gilball, yes. A painted goal and an undercoated, at least an undercoated team.
0: Okay. So for normal people, an undercoated team would be really easy. For you with your OCD, it's done.
1: It's done. Uh, it's done. The coats aren't, the coats, un- the coats <laughs> figures are undercoated. Brilliant. They were part of that batch.
0: Are they, are they going to get any more paint on them?
1: Um, they may well do. Awesome. But I'm going to finish my, uh, goal first. Goal's uh,
0: very nice. People who follow Conrad on Twitter will have seen it.
1: Oh, it's, it's, the, uh, I haven't, actually, I don't think I've, um, have I posted any pictures of it?
0: Yeah, well, at least I've seen them.
1: Oh, yeah, you've probably seen them on the, uh, club Facebook page.
0: Oh, did you not post pictures on your Twitter as well? Like your little no, boat? I've been
1: very quiet about it. Oh. I did, the uh, the initial construction picture. Oh, okay. I'll put that up.
0: Okay, no, it looks very nice.
1: So, uh, there you go. So, yeah, done some hobby. And as we record now, I'm building as you. <laughs> building the lesser.
0: Yes. Well, I haven't done very much, have we, actually? I. Matt came over. I played. I played games, but I haven't. I'm behind on painting. Matt came over on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. And we finished up my gaming table.
1: How long did that take?
0: 10, 15 minutes.
1: Did you uh, get him a cup of tea at least?
0: I did get him a cup of tea. And I cooked him, t- I cooked him tea. I made him chilli.
1: Did you ask him about football and things like that, as you do with, like...
0: Like with, with Matt? Work, like Matt with and I work. don't talk football, we talk playing no, like, cricket.
1: Like workman type things, you know? Oh, Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah
1: if he's going on holiday and things you know
0: yeah funny weather we're having this time
1: <laughs> anyway so you got it
0: um so yeah so i got my gaming table up set up um so we put some casters on the bottom i've got so i've got a kitchen unit and i've got um a 4x4 four four piece of 15mm mdf um and i've we put some casters on the kitchen unit and just screwed the 15mm mdf to the top so now I've got this completely movable 4x4, um, which is really nice. Uh, works really well. Sounds good. Yeah. And, you know, the good thing about a 4x4 is if you can put two 4x3 boards on top of it to give you a 6x4.
1: So you, you have a movable gaming
0: yeah so and it's got a load of under storage because obviously it's a kitchen unit, so you know you've got i 've got four terrain sets stored underneath it for different games so that's pretty good um, but 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 then what did you do? Well, then I actually played the game what on your own no with Matt,
1: oh you didn't send him away and say thank you very much
0: no. I I kept him around, I fed him, I gave him some fizzy pop, and then we played a game.
1: What did you play, Mike?
0: Well, it's only taken us two years, but we finally played In Her Majesty's Name.
1: I thought that that was on the second edition, (laughs) Now,
0: No, that's (laughs) 7TV. I've got all this 7TV stuff from first edition that I've never used. Never played it. I've got all the cards and everything, and I've never played it. And the second edition is out now, <laughs> and I've got the second edition. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what was um, you know, uh, just, you in the name? the name about? Is, what was it like? So it's well? basic.
0: I mean, we've talked about it before. I mean, it's it's a steam, it's a do-it-yourself steampunk game. Um, so. The book and there are two published supplements to the rules which sort of expand out powers and things, and then there's some online ones as well.
1: Front door bell, I'll be back in a minute.
0: Okay. Um, I'll just carry on talking then while he goes there. So, there's the, the main rule book, is only Her Majesty's Name, there's two supplements, one... um Called Sleeping Dragon, Rising Sun, and the other one is called Heroes, Fiends, and Villains, or something. Uh, let me reach over and have a look. Um, it is neither of those two. It's not even within reach. Stupid rule set. Um, so you make your own. Co- you make your own crew. They're called companies in the Majesty's name, and then there are various scenarios and things that you're playing across. So, I've been working on a, um, a crew called Von Lang's Marvelous Mechanical Men, which is basically a use for all of the steampunky-type robots that I've picked up over the years. I'm back. Are you back? I was just explaining about Von Lang's Marvelous Mechanical Men.
1: Von Lang as in, uh, what is that? What's... uh, So, Fritz Fritz,
0: Fritz Fritz Lang yes. is the director of Metropolis. Yes. Um, infamy. Oh, I thought you were going to go infamy, infamy. They've all got it infamy. Uh,
1: I'm, I was waiting for the pause. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but infamy it's a bit ruined Inf- now. Uh, yeah, it was wasted. They make um, some they lovely mortally. robots that are mo- effectively Maria. Okay, yeah. From Metropolis. So that gave me the idea to do um, Von Lang... Not from the sound Eric-, Eric Von Lang's Marvellous Mechanical Men. Because it's that sort of game. You have to have um, uh, you know, silly sounding... Not silly sounding, but ebullient sounding names.
1: Is that, isn't that a disease?
0: <laughs> no, I mean, to give you an idea of how this this, sor- this sort of thing of this rule set, okay, there is, there is a... At, right at the beginning of the book, there is a paragraph that's um, titled Con- Conduct Becoming. Um, and this is the paragraph. This is only a game, and although having a certain level of passion is all well and good, intemperate language or behavior is not the mark of a gentleman or lady. Such <laughs> phrases as hear, here, bravo, sir, play up, play up the game, tally-ho, and you are a dastardly fellow are perhaps the limit we aspire to achieve. If one cannot do this, then perhaps less port should be consumed before the game. <laughs> so that gives you a sort of flavour of, of how the game works, um, or, or if, not how the game works, but how they're, they're aiming the game.
1: It's it's yeah, it, it is it is flavour, isn't it? Yes. So yes. it's like wargaming via the Marquis of Queensbury rules. Yes.
0: Yes, and um, you know. You're expected to go, I'll tell you how, oh, dash, bad luck, sir.
1: And uh did you do this?
0: We did, and we made noises. Every time my robots moved, I was going,
1: <laughs>
0: and I've got um my guys that are armed with um, a weapon called an arc pistol, which basically is firing lightning bolts. Yeah, and so when Matt's men were dying after being shot, we were we were sort of going, oh, they've just been shot like a taser, and they're all going, <laughs> and Matt's Matt, of course, being Matt, is using um Japanese, so he, no. uh, he had a had a load of Ronin and stuff, and so they were all going, you know, my honour demands that I take your head. <laughs> it was brilliant.
1: So, how long does these games normally take?
0: It took about an hour, and that was it was our first game. So that's an hour flicking through the rule book a lot. Um, the default size is two hundred and fifty points. Yeah, is that what you? That's what we played. So that was like six figures aside. Yep, we're going to go up to four hundred points. <laughs> um. It was brilliant, and we, we, you know, we we tried a up We played one of the scenarios. It was a very simple scenario: three, effectively, three treasure markers on the board on the center line. Um, you get twenty points, twenty victory points, if you get the treasure marker off the board. Um, then you get victory points for killing your opponent's models and taking the leader out and things.
1: How many? Sorry, how big a table is this then? Three by three. Okay, and uh, terrain sort of footprint.
0: Um, standard dense type terrain. So, you know, think Malifaux across the dead earth, dead earth, all of those sorts of things. So a cluttered table is a good table.
1: So I saw a picture of it yeah. and it looked as though it had loads of bendy board type buildings on it.
0: Yes. Yeah, load of ruin. That was just the terrain box that was to hand. Um, and so we just set up with that. Um. And it worked really nicely. And um, we were both using um, published crews or published companies. We just to just get the hang of it, rather than make up our own. Because there are rules for make, you can make up your you can make up your own stuff. So everything's pointed. You can make up if you've got a a theme in mind, you can make it up. So, uh, but we decided, okay, we'll just take the ones that, we'll just take ready built ones and go with that. Oh, he's not, he's not. He's not happy with the fact that we went with default ones.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so we went for the We went for the default. Uh, cruise. Um, I which used,
1: helps helps you get the the game on the table, yeah. doesn't
0: so it? So Matt used one out of the Sleeping Dragon Rising Sun supplement. And oh, I a supplement already. Oh, there's four. There are three supplements. Game's been out for a while. It's not. It's not a new game. The publication date um, is is three years. It's 2013.
1: So you're right. It's been a, it's been out a while then.
0: Yeah. So um, there are th- there are two published supplements via Osprey. Um, I might have said this while you were answering the door. And the um, there is a third supplement that they released via their website. Which um, the three main books are very are. They're not quite as dark. The fourth supplement that is released online... The third supplement that's released online, sorry, is um, In Her Majesty's Name Gothic.
1: Okay. Um,
0: And it introduces vampires and werewolves and things. Um, So some people might want to use those sorts of things. Us, we're going, yes! And so I was playing um, Tesla's Travelling Circus. Uh just to get, you know, just to get the hang of it and stuff, and it worked. It worked really well. I mean, it's a very, very simple system. Um, everyone can move six. Um, there are terrain modifiers, obviously, and the armor you're wearing can slow you down. Um, okay, so that's like if, to... if you're wearing medium or heavy armor, you can't run. Running enables you to add another three inches to your move, so through it you can go nine. Um, medium or heavy army, you can't run. Uh, and then you have four stat, four main stats. You have pluck, which is basically how heroic are you? The lower the better. Um, you have your fight value, you have your shoot value, and you have a speed value. And most people have a speed value of zero. Um, and so you 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 alternate, you roll a dice, it's D10 based, you roll a dice to see who goes first, you move a model, your opponent moves a model. So everyone, so there's a basically a movement phase where everyone moves. Then there's a shooting phase where everyone shoots, but again you're alternating, which makes activation order quite interesting. Because there's some thoughts, do I activate this model to shoot first, um or this model, you know, that sort of decision-making. Yep. And then there's a fight phase. And the combat mechanism is you roll a D10, you add your shoot value or your fight value, and you have to get over your opponent's armor score. Okay. Um, the default armor score is 7.
1: Everyone's got that, yeah.
0: Everyone, buck naked. You're a seven. Yep. Um, up to I think the highest one I've seen is fifteen. And then there's a load of modifiers. So if you've if you've moved, there's a minus four modifier to the roll. If your opponent's moved, there's a minus two modifier to the roll. If your opponent's run, there's a min- it's a minus four. Um, so there's a whole stack of negative modifiers. Yep. Um, a one is always a miss. A ten is always a hit. Um, but scoring a hit isn't the end, because then you have to—if you are hit—you make a pluck roll, which you know, which is effectively your heroicness. Um, and you just have to roll over what your pluck is. And pluck ranges from two to six.
1: Okay. So that's like um, a bravery type thing,
0: essentially. Yeah. So most heroes are two or three. So you know you're you're having to roll. So my hero was having to roll a three to survive. Now some weapons have a pluck modifier. If you're hit by a flamethrower, it's a lot more scary. Yep. And so it might have, but the pluck modifiers are like minus one or minus two. So even your heroes, a four or a five. You know, may, worst case scenario might be a five. So you've still got a sixty percent chance of carrying on. And that's where it differs from something like we were talking the other week about um, King, uh, *Wrath of Kings*. Yes. It's still a ten. It's still if I roll a ten, you're hit, regardless of what you've got. But then you get a roll to to mitigate what I've just done. And that's the bit for, that for me was missing from *Wrath of Kings*. That additional dice roll. So you you effectively get a save, and your saves are generally pretty good okay so and that and that was it, so if the game played out really the game played out really nicely it, I think we both came away thinking it was a lot better than we thought it was going to be. We thought it would be okay um but it was a lot more fun than we thought it was. It was certainly a game where we were getting into it and making noises,
1: <laughs> which is a good thing,
0: yeah. And you know, next time out we're going to design our own companies. So, which brings me back to Von Lang's marvelous men. Um, so I have I have Von Lang himself, who is um, a robot. You know, the the genius behind these robots. I have um, his effectively his sidekick, Il- Ilse Faust. Um, who is an adventure type. Originally she I was using a um uh Games Workshop forty K Assassin model. Yeah. Um who's it, got two swords. But then So you've gone for
1: that sort of hellboy. Yeah, look.
0: that was my original thought. But then I was perusing Dice Bag Annie's website yesterday. And I saw a figure from that's in the Warsung range that I used to have that I used that I used in my um Malafaux crew as yep. a gunsmith. Um it's called Sebastian um something seagull. It's basically an aviator type female, two pistols, sort of thing. So I'm switching to her and I'm gonna use her instead because then it gives me a it gives me a shooting option rather than a, a choppy choppy option. And then I've got Keel, who is um, my sort of think of him as an enforcer type. He's been welded into a a suit of armor. He's got um, a big steam fist and a gatling gun on his thing. So he's you know he's my odd job. Um, and then I've got engineer types, and then I've got the robots themselves. And I have two classes of robots. I have prototypes, which are effectively if I come across a cool. Looking robot miniature um then I'm using that, so I think i've got three di- I've got three different manufacturers as my prototypes at the moment, and then I've got the Marias, which are sort of the epitome of his mechanical genius
1: yeah,
0: and that's what I'm using and then i've got little there's we're sort of taking bits from other companies that are already in official companies and putting them into ours, so we're not inventing new stuff. We're, but we're sort of mixing and matching. So one of the other companies has this idea of a robot poodle. <coughs> um. So I've taken that robot poodle idea, but I've made it a robot butler. Yeah. So any of my characters can have a robot butler. And the robot butler just walks around and basically gets in the way of your opponent's attacks. Because it's going, would you like a cup of tea, sir? Sandwich, sir.
1: Can I can I do your shoelaces, yes. please?
0: May I, Your coat, your cravat looks like it needs an iron, sir. <laughs> so that sort of thing, and so that's the game. And um, Matt's going to do a Seven Samurai based company, and then we'll play. You know, we'll play a few games, and we might put together a little campaign about it. Um. Right. Dwayne is interested in playing. He wants to do a, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, a sort of a Ripper Street type.
1: Oh, nice. Crew. Yeah.
0: So, London, you know, Bobbies and things like that. Um, policemen. And it's, and it's an excuse just to, there's so many cool figures. Like, um, Foundry do policemen on penny farthings. That's
1: right. yeah. They've been there for ages. They've been
0: there for years but you know so you could use those and you can have your your bobbies chasing after my robots on penny farthings sort of thing so it's very it's very very cool it's a great it's a great little game to use all of the steampunky figures that i like to buy um you know and paint that i'm not going to use in other things
1: what was I going to say? Uh, is the, this is game of the month? Is it? This is well, ga-
0: this is game of the month for January. Yeah.
1: So, how many more games do you think you'll play of this?
0: Um, well, we've got another set. We've got another session booked in for Tuesday of next week. Hmm. Um, I imagine we'll probably get two games in, to be honest. Uh, then, and then we'll then we'll see. Um, but I can definitely. It's it's going to be one of those games that we'll play for a few months and then we'll put away for a year. Yeah. And then we'll come back and we'll play it again. Or we'll set up a little campaign and, you know, we'll do five or six camp- linked campaign type games and then we'll put it away again. Um, and, it, you know, it's that, it's that sort of game. Um, I can't even remember whether we're doing it at DEFCON or not. I don't think we are.
1: I thought you were actually, but might be wrong.
0: Well, maybe I am. I'd, I'd have to go and look at the uh...
1: schedule.
0: Yeah, the, the, the DAFCON schedule. It would be a good, you know, it's a good. It would be a good game for um, something like a DAFCON, especially, you know, because you can use any because you can use any figures. So if you, people have got Malafoe crews and things, then just converting them over and using them is brilliant, and you can just make up your own stories. Um, It sounds
1: like, it sounds like it's a a lot of fun, um, with the flexibility for, um, you know, the open figure type thing. Yes. Um, and,
0: yeah, I think if I look, if I look over at what I've got out for my selection, I've got one, two, three, four, five, one, two, Three, four, five, six, seven. I've got eight different manufacturers out of fourteen figures. <laughs> it's pretty
1: impressive, isn't it?
0: Because um, you can you can you can use things that you know just the things that you want. So I'm never going to play, Walsung. Um, But they make, you know, there are some lovely figures in that Wolsung range, and so, you know, if I get to use them in this, it's perfect for me. (laughs) It's just that, just your cup of tea, Master. Well, it is because I don't like I don't like having game I don't like having figures that are never ever going to have never ever got a chance of getting used in a game. I mean, the figures are for games, but so this I can, you know, use them in this and just enjoy it. So, So, yeah. So, so, definitely playing it again, then. Definitely playing it again, yeah. Yeah, it's not a... It's certainly not a one-and-done type thing. I mean, you know, all of these little Osprey games have really... They've been a godsend to me, really. Um,
1: Well, it's back to the sort of golden age of gaming type thing, you know. Yeah. If you have an interest, there's probably something out there that that will tickle your fancy, as it were. Yeah. Um, and there's so many good figure manufacturers out there which, which don't have game systems for that, it, it, as you said, it, it does exactly what...
0: Well, yeah, I mean, my... Um, Eric Von Lang is, I'm using um, one of the figures from the Infamy range. Uh, and... He's absolutely per- he's absolutely perfect. You know, he's 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 armed with a sword and a an electric-looking pistol, and he's he's sort of as if he's flying, and that's exactly what my guy does. Yeah, I have a he, my guy uses a Tesla suspension rig, which effectively allows him to make he can move twelve inches basically, but he can fly those twelve inches, so he can go up and down buildings and stuff. But then he has to land because it hasn't got a big enough power cell. Um, we were playing, we were just thinking of it as Magneto. From the X-Men movies. When he's, when he glides around and then he just glides down and there's like electricity coming off the floor and stuff and he lands. (laughs) And we were, that's what we were doing. We're going. It was brilliant. Any game that gets me to make noises is a good game.
1: uh, And any food that gets you to make noises?
0: That's probably bad for me. Isn't going to, isn't going to help me to get to my new weight target. (laughs) <laughs> like, it's not going to be it's not going to be good <sighs> so yeah so that's that um, but the game of the month next month is um, going to be um, Dragon Rampant oh so here's a question on the, the whole new Fool's Daily format do we stop now and then talk about Dragon Rampant Or do we just carry on talking about Dragon Rampant? I think we just carry on talking, don't we? Do we? Do we? Or do you think we should stop?
1: Oh, how long have we been going for? Oh,
0: I don't know. Because my thing automatically records now. I think
1: we should stop and talk about Dragon Rampant tomorrow.
0: All right, then. Okay. Then that's what we'll do. Um, It might not be tomorrow, though, of course. Depending on, you know, it doesn't have to be be daily anymore.
1: The busy release schedule that we yeah. don't have. No. Okay. Until that time.
0: Alright. Yeah.
1: Um I've I've been um Answering the door. Conrad. Uh, I have actually lost Vanessa's hand <laughs> because it's so small. Not as small as Jan Lowe's beard. I have found it again and I really want to smash it with a hammer, but I managed to get it into the arm and uh, glue it. So, yes, that was me, Conrad. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> yes, I've been Mike. Bye-bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter. We're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com.